this off Fuck them all. oh you didn't hear the end of it <laughs> <laughs> after after it said samba it went fuck them all <laughs> is that what did toto did toto say that on on sunday i missed that that's toto that's toto on um after the sprint race but uh welcome back grandstand episode 35 season three this is post interlagos um and it was a good one Holy shit. Whew. I'm still sweaty from it. Yeah, I'm sure you loved that race. Um, Dude, I love the whole lot to- well, the whole weekend was like such an emotional roller coaster. I'm shocked I didn't have a fucking heart attack. Dude, a lot of drama, a lot of drama, a lot to get through. Uh championship is back on after being pretty much done last week, or so we thought. Um, this is 2021. Um, I think we gotta we gotta roll that intro and Dude, get straight get into, into it. Question for all of you except Roman Grosjean. To whom it may concern, fuck you. More ladies in the paddock? Yeah, more, more, more paddock access, access to, uh, to some women. There's too many dudes. I don't really have a lot to comment on that, except that he was being a pussy. Brazil! Ah, da Brazil! Um, man, all right, we have a lot. Lewis Hamilton, do Brazil. Yeah, did you hear the commentator? The commentators got super emotional uh, at the end when he took the the flag, um, the Brazilian flag. Uh, I think one one of them was actually crying. The English Um, ones? No, no. I mean, the English ones always have a hard on for for Lewis, but uh, the Brazilian (laughs) ones. Tell us how you really feel, bro. Actually, (laughs) uh, I mean. I'm not going to go full on like, oh, formula Britain, but I think a lot of people sense that there's a bit of patriotism there. Whatever. I mean, do you remember what? the it's coming home yeah, comments? Well that, yeah. Well, the, you know, yeah, yeah. It hasn't come home in years. So you can imagine like the Brits have to feel good about something. So Lewis, <laughs> Lewis makes her pants feel good. For sure. But so it was the Brazilian commentators that and I think one of them was like in tears. So you could tell when he was, when he took the flag, just like, Ayrton Senna did back in the day. Uh, so if you didn't watch the the race, um, Lewis Hamilton put in one of his best drives ever, uh, I would say, uh, starting last on the sprint, made his way back up to fifth, and then got the five-place grid penalty for the new engine, started from 10th, won the race. Well, we'll see how it all you're forgetting, went down, but first, you're forgetting, we got stats. Yeah. You're forgetting an important point here, my friend. Um, 
He was disqualified. Uh, yes, he but was, me, let, me, he, let me. He was disqualified. Let me do my stats. Yeah, but he was disqualified from. You, you missed the whole point. Why was he starting from the back of the grid during the sprint? Because he got disqualified during. Yes. During, from qualifying. So, anyway. Yo, yo do you, do you want to take the stats? No, right. I yeah, actually sorry, hate I when you do the stats. So we could just not do them. <laughs> All right, I quit. I'm done after 35 episodes with you this season. I'm, I'm out of here. All right, come on, stat boy. Right. Oh, fuck you. We got we got stats. All right, uh, I'm gonna go fast here. Uh, Carlos signs 12 consecutive points, finished longest streak of the grid this year, 20th pole position for Botas, and he has more pole positions than Hamilton this year. Think about that for a second. Uh, Lewis Hamilton won 101st victory in F1, equaling the total amount of wins for all Brazilian drivers in history. Second win for Hamilton, starting outside the top six. The last one was Germany 2018 from 14. And no one's ever won from outside the top eight at Interlagos before. Uh, Verstappen, 15 top two finish in 19 races this year. 57th podium, 58th career, uh, no, 58th win for Hamilton Botas as teammates equaling the great Shumi Barrichello. And this was the first sprint weekend where Max and Lewis didn't collide, and where Max actually scored points in the Grand Prix. Take it away, Knowles, for the FIA disqualification. Talk us through it. I, I mean, listen, rules are rules. Um, but I, I don't know, dude. I, 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 I don't know what to say, because ultimately, um, you know, I'm not I'm not a steward. I don't I'm not the FIA. <clears throat> if Merck broke the rules and they broke the rules, but apparently it was because of a faulty parent so Lewis's wing didn't meet the maximum limit of gap in the DRS in in, in its uh drag reduction system, which I believe is 88 millimeters. No, so it is 85 uh, millimeters. Okay. And um, so there's there are two separate incidents here. We got to yeah. separate them into right, two incidents. Right, right, right. Uh, Red Bull has been suspicious of um, Mercedes's uh, rear wing. Uh, you know, Mercedes getting a lot of uh, top speed on the straights. And Max, after qualifying in which Lewis took pole in a great lap with his new engine, went and touched the wing. So that was one incident. And the second incident was that Mercedes was randomly picked out for a check and not both, just Lewis's. I'm not sure how random that is, but it's the third time in the last five races that they check it. And this time on the sides only, not in the middle, it was off by 0.2 millimeters, which meant that they were in breach of the technical regulations and Lewis was disqualified from qualification. Correct. There we go. <clears throat> and that's why he had to start from peak 20 on the grid I had for a, the sprint race. I had a bunch of my friends who are, you know, newly found Formula One fran- fans, thanks, Drive to Survive, who sent me Reddit links of the FIA ruling. And they're like, ha ha, like the fucking kid from The Simpsons. And I'm just like, you guys are such noobs. Like, l- the weekend is not over. Wait until Lewis has a new power unit. Let's see what happens. And is this where we get into the sprint race? I think it is. 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, let's let's. This is the last sprint race of the year, and let's be real. Without this penalty, the sprint race would have sucked. But Hamilton just lit the track up. Yeah, and to all the people out there who are like, well, he had a low fuel load, and there was no tire strategy involved. It's like, then it was pure racing, and he still, and he, you know, and they're like, oh, and he had the the fastest car in the grid. Like, I just. I, there's always an excuse. This is like the biggest thing. And I'm, I'm not going to rant against the FIA. The FIA, FIA is not my enemy this weekend. It is a, all the fucking faux Max fans who just hate Lewis and show him absolutely no respect. Even though he's a seven-time world champion, the dude in 24 laps made up 15 positions. I don't give a shit who you are. Like, Look at the way Valtteri is driving that car and look at the way Lewis is driving the car. That is just a perfect example of the difference of caliber that you have in these drivers. And I'm just, I'm tired of it, dude. I'm tired of these fake ass Max fans, Ferrari fans just being like, ha ha, I'm over it. That's my rant for now. All right. Um, <laughs> wow. All right. Get that off your chest. Yeah, dude, uh, I'm I have salty a few as points fuck. to make. F- yeah, I have a few points salty. to make. I've... Salt Bay. Damn. Yeah. Um, good. It's good. We're all, we're getting in everything out today. Perfect. Uh, all right. It's therapeutic. First of all, I think, uh, some of your friends, you got to reconsider some of the friends you hang out with. Um, <laughs> cause those, those new, those newbies, as you call them from driver survive, you know, you know, you just got to cut them out, man. Yeah. You got to cut them out. Um, hey, listen, I've been lucky enough to see probably the two biggest domination cycles in this sport. And it's always the same thing. The person, the driver, and the team that is dominating and is winning year after year after year. It was first Shumi, now it's Hamilton. And you can also say Vettel, because Vettel had four years, which is pretty comparable, actually, if you think about it. Every time that happens, after a few years, people will say the same things. It's all down to the, the car. Uh, no talent. Um, and, uh, they get really mad and, uh, they start, you know, making up all these different tactics. Um, but you mean excuses the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. Excuses. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that, but it, that is their tactic is just to, you know, but at the end of the day, it's, it's the way it is, man. It's the way the sport is. We're going to change regulations next year. So hopefully we won't have these or less of it and there'll be less of an impact to the car, but the way it is now is the way it is in a lot of other motorsports series. So, uh, yeah, Mick Schumacher is not going to win or, or um, you know, Kimi Räikkönen is not going to win from the back. But, you know, you got to put your, you got to get yourself in that position and then you still got to do the job. And as you said, the difference between Bottas and Lewis, and you look at the difference between Max and Checo, the number two drivers are great drivers, but they still can't compete with those uh, grade A plus 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 elite, elite drivers. Elite drivers, right? I would say Max yeah. and Max and Lewis are elite. And for, I mean, I understand that you're uh, you're salty, but also, <laughs> I I think I was lucky there was no uh, social media or not as present back when Shumi was dominating because it would have been the same. Uh, the amount of times that I heard, oh, Shumi is a robot, uh, he's unemotional, it's he's not fun to watch race. I was like, well, fuck all you guys, and it's the same thing you're experiencing with Lewis, and I get it. First of all, and yeah, also, I mean, social media, you, definitely... you, have, you have to just accept it, dude. It's the way it no, no, is. No, I get and... it. Listen, I'm a Yankees fan in baseball. Um, 
you know, I grew up, uh, spent part of my childhood in Chicago when the Bulls dominated, you know, like people are haters. So I get it. People hate, love to hate those who are on top. Um, what's really, you know, as I said to our, our good friend, John Diotto, uh, AKA fucking Diotto, um, I'm, I'm when you're old and shitting your pants <laughs> and I'm going to remind you, and you're, you're talking about how great Lewis was because uh, you have a short-ass memory. Um, I'm going to remind you of this moment. I'm going to screenshot these texts. I'm going to save them to the cloud, and I'm going to send them to your shit-in-your-pants ass. Wow, playing the long <laughs> game, like 50 years yeah, from now. 50 years from now. <laughs> Rubbing it in his face. Yeah. What was that? You, oh, well, Lewis, Lewis, oh, Lewis is one of the best ever. Oh, right, right, right. What was all that you said? <laughs> Back in the day, <laughs> that back in the day shit. Anyway, and you know, just just to close the topic of this polarization, you know, if because um, when people say, "Oh, it's too easy for Lewis," but then when Max wins, they say, "Oh, he beat Lewis." So it, it only like it's got to work both ways. Yeah. Either Lewis is you know one of the greatest, or he's not, and you don't give Max's you know you don't give Max that much credit. I will just say, listen, people, I think we can already say that Max the way he's competing is already one of, you know, he's a future, one of the greatest. We can't call it yet because he hasn't done it yet, but he, he will. Uh, and Lewis is one of the greatest. And the fact that we're witnessing this transition um, is amazing. And I think we should enjoy it. And after last race in Mexico, where I definitely thought Red Bull was running away with it. Um, I'm glad that this, there's a new twist in the championship because the gap was at, um, what was it? After sprint, it went from 19 to 21, yep. and then it went from 21 to 14. So, and we have three races left, so we got a fucking championship on our hands. And bar DNF, this is going to go down to probably the last like the last few laps in Abu Dhabi. So, to all those drive to survive fans that think that F1's always been this crazy, you guys are fucking lucky to be witnessing like one of the greatest seasons ever yeah welcome to the sport yeah read a book go watch the archives and, sh- and you know shut the fuck up uh i wouldn't go that far i mean listen you know everybody's everybody's learning that was, <laughs> he didn't mean that i promise um <laughs> no but i think i think we're th- this has been the culmination of of many years and i think there's a lot of different narratives that can be taken like if if let's say if red bull wins this year um they did an incredible job of learning from their mistakes in the past, learning from what Mercedes was doing right and doing wrong. And they developed the car in a way to, to, I think unseat Mercedes in a critical year. Like if Mercedes was to go or, or, or is to go eight years in a row, um, it would be an incredible feat. Um, and I think that transitions me to my next point. Um, if Mercedes go eight years in a row, winning the championship and they do it, also, with the amount of competition they received this year from Red Bull, and they still managed to win the season, um, both driver and uh, constructor, I think it, it cements this, this period for Mercedes as one of the best teams ever. Um, it, it, it just has to be said. Um, and, and especially when in the final year of, of these aero regulations, uh, they come under challenge. So I, and, and then the third part of this is Max wins the title and then Lewis comes back next year and puts up a title, you know, when win, wins next year, which would like also cement Lewis's 
uh, legacy. You know, he lost in a year and then he came back and wins. So there's so many different storylines that I think ultimately the winner is us as fans. The winner is Formula One. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very much a Lewis Hamilton fan, but I will say hats off to Red Bull so far this season, but I'm still going to relish this goddamn victory that Lewis had. Yeah, I mean, as, as well, you should. And that's what's great, because last week, all the Red Bull fans were rubbing it in your face, I'm sure. Um, and all the, you know, because don't don't confuse Max fans with the Lewis haters. I don't think, you know, those have to be exclusive. True. Also, some of them must must be respectful. Yeah. In the end of the day, there's well, there's going to be banter. Right? Lewis, so, got, Lewis got the most love that he's gotten all season in or, or since Silverstone in the Netherlands. Let's think about that. Like, well, not love prior like, to this race. No, no. Prior but, to this race, I would like, say there was they loved him in Brazil. Yeah, no. I mean, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, there was respect. Like, there wasn't as much booing of Lewis even in the Netherlands, which was shocking. So, like, clearly, like, there are tracks that. No, yeah, that absolutely. Like, yeah. there was actually applause for Lewis. Like, I think the Dutch fans and Max fans respect the battle, whereas like then the Lewis haters are just booing because they don't really recognize what they're getting. Um, but Brazil, like, I mean, Lewis has made it very clear. Like Ayrton Senna was obviously his biggest inspiration growing up. Like his helmet used to be, uh, in, in the Senna, you know, yellow and green at one point. Um, you know, he's always said how much he loves Brazil. So I think, you know, the Brazilian press and the Brazilian people have, have admired him and kind of like adopted him in a way. So when we, don't you forget, don't you forget his best friend, Neymar Jr. Oh, so he he, he he rolls up in a lot of like the the press in in Brazil. Apparently, I don't know I've if Neymar's told by his my best Brazilian friend, friends. That, I don't think well, Neymar's got any. If, I don't think Neymar any has any real friends. Hey man, whoa! <laughs> well, I I read the Instagram captions and it says I'm here with my best friend Lewis Hamilton and vice versa. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, Lewis is gets a lot of love, and we saw it this weekend. I think Max actually got booed a little bit in Brazil. Uh, I, and that's rare to see, but you know, that's, he did. that's the nature of the game, you know? Um, and you know what? Shuby got booed a lot, uh, back in the day also. It's true. If, when you're doing, when you're doing things right, you're going to get hate by at least half the people because they want to see you fall. I think that's just the way it is, especially in F1. Oh, dude. I mean, it, it's just the way it goes. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty constant in any sport, you know, when you're on top people are going to hate you and, and that's just yeah it's just the nature of, the, of i think it's human nature um you know to kind of root for the the team that hasn't been on top but um yeah you know all right so but before we analyze the season it's not done yet and those two once again so um we have to say that you know lewis had a huge advantage with his engine right i think it, it was estimated around three tenths a lap because basically mercedes said fuck it we're gonna because you know the new rules uh from last year were you can't change engine mode so whatever you put in qualifying has to be the rest of the race right so merc fucking pushed that engine in qualifying and they're like well we're gonna go all out because first of all well they were thinking at the time we have a five place grid penalty they'd didn't expect this fucking um, uh, little uh, controversy with the wing, uh, but it ended up working out because they made up 15 places in the sprint. And Valtteri did a really good job getting uh, that sprint victory and uh, well, I don't know how to call it sprint pole run. Yeah, what is it? What is it uh, called? Taking, what? How do we call? It? What's the name of it? It's called pole position technically, but you are. It is a race, so I would call it a sprint race. 
giving you pole position. Mm. Um, and it's the second time that Valtteri gets a sprint race victory. Uh, and he took away a point from Max there. And then so Lewis went up to P5. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's a different formula. But I think what most people don't understand, and it probably comes from the fact that they don't really follow F1, you know, um, in as, as much detail as we do, uh, because there's new regulations coming. And a lot of the teams are already, they have not that much to to play for this year. And a lot of teams are focusing not, I wouldn't say 100%, but more than 50% of their um uh, their time on next year's car because they want to make sure they get that right. And I think the midfields, a lot of the teams have done that. And you can see that the gap between Red Bull and Mercedes and the rest of the field is getting bigger because they have a title to win, so they're going to push till the end, but the others are not, right? So we're, we're getting these gaps that are kind of closer to last year's gaps now. And the fact that you know we're on a track where you can pass easily, new engine, I mean, this is to say all the people that you know are saying that, oh, Merck is cheating, it's like, I don't think they're cheating. I just think these are the, the circumstances they're developing. Fresh engine. They mean business because they have a fucking title to win. So, uh, so yeah, just to put, because there's been a lot of, you know, talk on social media, obviously. So too much, clear that too up. much. Yeah. If you ask me. Um, and all right. So, and, and Lewis in the race put in some really good moves, man. Um, I think it actually reminded, I mean, I'm not just saying this because I want to bring up Shumi, but it reminded me of Shumi's also a little bit. Um, Shumi's last race where his Ferrari uh, career was in Interlagos and he had a puncture in first lap and basically was, you know, P22 to P4. It's very similar. Um, so kind of got well, some nostalgic I mean, flashbacks there. <laughs> Think about that movie put on Lando in the sprint. I mean, dude. Bold. Bold. Like timed that perfectly. Um, and absolutely, he is kind of like a DR three send on that one. Like just late breaking heart taking. <laughs> like, I mean, I think Lando must've like peed his pants a little bit and then like, uh, is he going to do this? Oh shit. He just did. <laughs> uh, Lando was joking. He was like saying, ah, I'm not going to fight him. I was like, come on. Of course everyone's fighting. You're still a driver. Yeah. Once you got that helmet on, you want to fight. <laughs> did uh, you, speaking of, did you see that, uh, Danny Rick put uh <laughs> he put his 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 sticker on top of Lando's car before this uh or on top of Lando's helmet before the sprint race. So he drove the entire sprint race with his with with a DR3 uh sticker on top of his helmet. I did not. Oh, so there's <laughs> like the the onboards could show it there? I think so, yeah. If you look up yes. the onboards. There's like a, there's DR3, a number yeah. there's a dr3 style number three on top of his helmet <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if Lando does something similar <laughs> I hope so before the end of the season I hope so too um, but um, yeah one before thing, we get though, to McLaren yeah like the the incident with Max and Lewis yes exactly lap 48 I mean it was noted and there was no investigation which is weird I mean, there should have at least been an investigation. Looking at the onboard of Max, I think we both agree it was a pretty fucking cheeky move. Uh, I think he knew exactly what he was yes. doing. Yes, but I also think that it was um, a proper move, uh, but it should have been investigated. No matter what I think should have happened, penalty or not, it should have been more than just noted because Norris versus Perez back in Austria, they both got penalties on the outside like that. And um, I just think that as fans, 
you know, it's hard to know then, okay, then why is this one just noted and the other ones were given penalties for the same exact thing? Yeah, there's also some great sarcasm between uh, Mercedes and, and the FIA. Well, Michael Massey and I think it was... Uh, Wheatley, was the Red Bull engineer, yeah. Well, and but also... Very- well, no, no, in Mercedes too. I think it was either... I'm not sure if it was Bono or... Um, who was it? I'm I'm not sure. It wasn't Toto, uh, no. but I yeah. P, uh, I mean, definitely a lot of sarcasm, and I like how Massey actually gave it back. Also, <laughs> yeah. Massey's Massey's radio voice so it was pretty annoying. I have to say, it's like it's it, he sounds so meek. He, there's like I wouldn't take anything he says seriously talking to me like that. Also, he he's putting up with shit from like the whole grid throughout the whole race. Yeah, I, I mean his job must suck at times. Oh, hundred percent. One hundred percent. Awesome. Uh, all right. So, uh, what, what do you think on that one? You think there should have been investigation nah, at least? I mean, clearly, listen, if if Max had gained a seriously unfair advantage because of it, then sure. But he kind of fucked himself too. So, like at the end of the day, there wasn't a lot of time lost between the two of them. Like they both 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 lost time. Jesus, my lith my lith is coming out today. <laughs> Um, yeah. Mike Tyson over Thick, here. Yeah, it was spinal. Um, my back, it's broken. Um, <laughs> you ever see that video of Mike Tyson? So, no, but yeah. I'm imagining yeah. him saying that. He's like giving a post post fight interview, and he's just like talking to Jim Gray, <laughs> and he's just like, "My back, it's broken." And Jim Gray's like, "Your back's broken." He's like, "It's spinal, spinal, my back." <laughs> anyway, oh, man. I, I love Mike Tyson. That. I don't want to get my ass kicked for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's all <laughs> Mike Tyson punching <laughs> through my wall right now. Um, <laughs> no, but what was I saying? Um, Jesus, I forgot what I was saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you're you're talking about the Lewis <laughs> Max incident. You kind yeah. of lost me there. Oh, I yeah, went yeah. on to Mike so Tyson. There was, there was, <laughs> listen, I don't think there's. Sh- I think that the. I think FIA handled it correctly. Like the theme with the teams has been pretty much like let the boys race. Right. So ultimately like, yes, I think Max pushed Lewis wide, but Max didn't get like Max also went off. Um, Lewis went over the grass and I was like kind of shocked his car was still okay. Cause that looks like a heavy hit. Um, like the amount of dirt that went in the air after he went over it. Yeah. It was crazy the floor. Yeah. yeah. But so did Max. Yeah. yeah both so went. I think they, yeah. they probably looked at it and they're like, listen, Max went off. Lewis went off. Um, the advantage was so nominal that, like, I think it would have been more controversial had they investigated it. Um, but yeah, I guess it's more of a consistency thing. It's like, well, then why wouldn't you just at least put it on under investigation and say no investigation further, you know, ne- no further uh, investigation needed, like something like that. I think that might have been exactly the better the better way to handle it. But ultimately, yes. ultimately, if you like. Had they penalized Max for that, I I would have been like, Ugh, I don't know, like yeah, he didn't turn it, in. He he kind of like he didn't he didn't he didn't go full lock on the opposite side. Let's put it that way. Um, he didn't open up his steering, but he also didn't. Yeah, he didn't change directions to. Uh, he also didn't like catch the apex. He they both break super late, uh, and Max breaks even later. Right. To, which is also a good move because all right, here's the thing: if there was gravel there, 100 percent penalty. Yeah, but then then the thing is, why should that matter? 
because they're also looking at track limits there. So for me, at the end of the day, I, I'm happy there was no penalty because that would have just been that just puts a stain on everything. And you, we don't want any asterisks. Uh, Dude, but, we need a uh, we need a Ron Dennis. We need a Ron Dennis. Where's a consistency button? Just play that. <laughs> Ron Dennis. Where's a consistency? Um, my God. Yeah. So I think I mean, at the end, it Lewis, you know, Lewis had a big pace advantage and the Merck strategy played out brilliantly and he, he ended up passing him. Um, so I think it's better for Lewis and for Max that it's, you know, on track like that. Um, and the only driver who really put up a fight though, I'd say was, is, uh, Perez. Checo actually passed Lewis back on the, on the, the front straight. Uh, and that was a pretty smart move. And um, I like how the number twos are showing up and they're actually playing a huge role as he did later in the race, taking that fastest lap because the gap could have been 13 points, but uh, it's 14. And honestly, I'm pretty sure this championship is going to be like five points or less by the end of the year. And both drivers are going to have, or the, the loser is going to have huge regrets. So those number twos, man, um, I can up pace scoring podiums and yeah, huge, huge impact now. Well, I mean, I, I think Valtteri had a good weekend, uh, overall. I mean, not great in the sprint, um, but well, no, I would I'm say sorry. great in the sprint, great in the sprint, yeah. not great start in the beginning of the race. Sorry. I, I confused the two. Um, apparently had a clutch, uh, malfunction at the start. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, was, yeah, but uh, I mean, I want actually, I shouldn't say that Valtteri, he did the job. He I did. Think. He, he, yeah, I guess he did sort of did the job. It was going to be hard to defend against Max. Um, cause he still has the old power unit. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, I think Merck, given the amount of shit that was thrown at them this weekend of their own doing, and also maybe not, um, I think they, they did damage control and Valtteri, I think had a, a good weekend to help the team overall, especially getting those three points, um, in the yeah. sprint race. Mercedes oh. is now up by, uh, 11 points in the constructors coming in they had a one point advantage so that's a huge net gain for them um considering you know all the penalties and whatnot um and valtteri got some luck finally with that virtual safety car where he was able to jump perez because that could have easily gone the other way and perez would have had that podium so it's these fine margins man i'm telling you these next few races are going to be very very interesting um, well, for the constructors, I mean, it's it's going to be up. It's going to come oof. down to where the the number twos finish. Yeah, and maybe a DNF left or right, uh, which could be wild. Uh, I'll tell you one thing: uh, P three is starting to look like it's uh, it's almost a wrap there for Ferrari. Uh, strong performance by Ferrari, P five and P six, and they're now twenty one point five points ahead. Damn, sorry. 31.5 points ahead of McLaren. So huge weekend. Well, you know what, what I find interesting is DR3's retirement, uh, in this weekend's race. And I think that, that, that goes to show that like the Mercedes engine, which, you know, Williams, uh, Mercedes and, and McLaren are all running. Aston Martin, Aston Martin as well. Thank you. Um, you know, there's a reliability issue there, clearly. Like, I mean, the fact that Lewis has had to change, like the the Mercs themselves have had to change engines as many times as they've had to change them. 
um, you know, when it gets pushed to the limit, how far can it really go? Right. Yeah. And we found out recently, um, uh, a Mercedes engineer was talking about it, saying that since Mercedes was pushing so hard back in 2019 to catch up against Ferrari, who had a rocket that year with the fuel flow uh, drama, that they they ended up taking so many risks and they're not paying for it now because last year they didn't have to push their engines that much because they are dominating. But this year that they have to push it because Honda is bringing it they're suffering from you know what happened two years ago so pretty interesting in how that works and how that's playing out and while we're on the subject of power units since ferrari introduced their latest power unit um a few races ago they've outscored mclaren look at this 86 to 41 in the last uh, three races i mean i gotta give it to ferrari and I've, 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 I've i've been a hater but um the way that they've come back this season is pretty impressive. So very impressive. You know, they're laying the foundation uh, for some good things to come. Yeah, I would. We'll I would be. I would be a little nervous if I were Red Bull in in Mercedes right now. I mean, even if Ferrari wasn't coming, man, uh, fourteen points between <laughs> the two, I'm pretty nervous already. If I'm either one of those, it's going to go down to the wire. But yeah, and uh, there's okay. one little incident between uh, Sainz and Norris. Um, at the beginning of the sprint, I think, or no, was it the race where the that was a race. Lando passes? Yeah, Lando passed signs and they clipped. I think that's pretty unfortunate. Um, I mean, racing incident. Hopefully, that will be like Lando. But Lando thought that he had cleared Carlos, so I mean, I think majority of it goes on to. He also tried to go way on the outside. Yeah, and I think uh, Carlos was a bit sandwiched there as well. But I'll tell you what. Um, it's going to play out on Netflix as those two hating each other because that storyline started last year, if you remember, that fake rivalry between them. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, what Alpine? Pe- yeah. Uh, Alpine. You, you had something else? No, had something else to say? no, I thought I did, but I don't. <laughs> I thought uh, in, it, was a, it was a lone chirp at Netflix again, but I'll stop for today. It was a lot. Um, <laughs> Alpine versus AlphaTauri actually scored the same amount of points with Gasly carrying the team on his back once again. Uh, and I think they're... My back. Well, they're at, it's spinal. <laughs> it's spinal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. We got to make that into a beam. Um, 112 points each. Uh, Gasly was actually fight. That was a really good fight with Gasly and Ocon. That's probably one of the nicest moments of the race um, where those guys are, you know, almost touching wheels, I think. And then Alpines were trying to use uh, the other car two against one to create some DRS, some tactics. I was like, I like this. I wish this could happen more often at the front to see all four drivers together. But uh, a bit of a pace difference there, I think. I found the Mike Tyson clip. (laughs) All right. We're going to line it up for for next week. (laughs) It's so good, though. Uh... (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> whatever yeah fine broke my well, I, well yeah and or when when gasly carries the team on his back well it's spinal <laughs> i broke my back um, all right oh I, in terms of the midfield uh not a lot going on um latifi finally outqualified russell um in a regular qualifying session and the sprint so that's worth noting yeah um, are we really talking to- about the back of the grid right now <laughs> yeah, we, 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 
Yeah, we got to. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yuki Sonoda. We got to talk about him because he's been, you know, he got he got destroyed last week by his own team boss. And this week he made a little, a little bit of a mess, you know, uh, against Aston. So just wanted to note that uh, still some sign of rookie Tsunoda there. That Ooh, are, was that a play on words there? Was that a pun? Oh, yep. yep. And, and I did not plan this 45 minutes ago either. <laughs> are you sure about that? Moving on. Um, I think it's time we look at the stand championship. Um, because things are heating up there as well. I mean, I'm but heating course, up for me. I don't know about you. I was gonna say, yeah, uh, I was I was clawing my way back. Um, all right, you did very well, sir. You got P one, P two, and I only got P three points with the boots. Um, it now stands at two hundred thirty six in your favor, sir. To one hundred and ninety eight. Ouch! I needed I needed that Mazepin, and he never pulled through. Uh okay, we're yeah. going to Qatar. I mean, Maz, we're going to Qatar. Maz did <laughs> he he had a moment off track. Yeah, uh, but it was kind of endearing, almost, almost, where he got a little emotional off track on a on a F one interview until we remembered that it was Mazepin we we're talking about. Yeah, true. Well. I mean, we're got, we've got another race this weekend, though. So yeah, Jesus, yeah, we went from Mexico to Brazil to Qatar. A little less, uh, I would say, Latin in atmosphere, but uh, first time track for F one. This one was uh, used for uh, MotoGP for years. Uh, we have no data on this, so what do we think? Who's gonna? We're going back to the Middle East. Final stretch. Yeah, uh, I don't, dude. I have no idea what to what to predict here. No idea. Do you want to just not predict and uh, <laughs> shut, score points? Shut up. Um, no, I'm going to predict. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to start with with. Uh, I'm going to go. Oh man, I have no idea. <laughs> I thought I had it. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Max on pole. I'm going to go Lewis P1. Okay. Valtteri P2. Oh, one, two. Bold. Yeah. Max P3. I'm going to go our, I'm going to go with who I feel like a Ferrari is going to get, going to get lucky this weekend. Um, I'm going to go with Chuck, okay. Le, Chuck Leclerc P4. Yeah. And Checo P5. Damn. And I'm, I'm opening the window here for you, and I'm I'm a little nervous, but we'll see. Hey, I'm gonna I'm putting in a new engine right now. I'm gonna go full beans. Oh, full beans <laughs> till the end of the year. <laughs> full Mr. Beans. <laughs> uh, who's who's your Gromo? Gromo. Could it be Could it be Checo? Why is he finishing so low for you? P5. Ouch. Usually Gromos don't finish in the P five in top five. Um, I think my Gromo is going to go to. I don't know. Sunoda seems like he's he's had a few he he's had a few lately, which makes me wonder if like he is going to do another one, or if like somebody else is due. 
it's so hard not to choose Mazepin, but he actually hasn't had any real Gromos of late. Um, I'm going to go Sonoda. Okay. Sonoda. All right. Um, I will take this window. See if I can make something happen here. I am going for um, pretty different lineup. Uh, I'm going to put Lewis on pole. I think that engine's going to give him that pace. Uh, Lewis victory, Max second, Botas P3, Checo P4, and um, sorry, this is a mistake here. I wanted a Ferrari. Um, uh, Signs uh, P5. And <laughs> I feel like I've been saying this since I was 12. Uh, and Grobo, I'm just going to keep it at Mazepin. New track also. Standard. Be dusty. <laughs> yeah. Standard. Man. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't feel like taking big risk there um there was so much to talk about in this episode that i just want to throw some miscellaneous stuff that happened before the next race um oscar piastri australian has been confirmed as alpine reserve driver for next year um giovanazzi got the boot from alfa romeo uh replaced by chu uh joe i i'm gonna have to we have to figure out how to pronounce it um i believe, it's joe. Driver. I believe it's joe it's joe Why so you, joe gets replaced joe? by Guan Yu Zhou replaces Joe Venazzi. Nice. Nice try there, buddy. Real nice. <laughs> I'm on a roll. Um, and um, <laughs> we'd call it that. <laughs> Pato Award drove a 98 championship winning McLaren at Laguna Seca this week. I don't know if oh, you saw that. Oh, I didn't that. see that. Pretty cool. He's getting ready for that Abu Dhabi test. So that's pretty exciting for the end of the year. And there are some rumors that Audi might be investing in McLaren or maybe buy a McLaren but mostly investing or collaborating. So keep an eye out for that. Hmm. And breaking news, uh, when we first started recording this episode, I don't know if you saw, is that Mercedes has requested, requested, sorry, uh, a right of review over the lap 48 battle between Hamilton and Verstappen. So it ain't over yet, man. Drama, drama, drama. Oh, and uh, let's also something we didn't mention, but that happened at the USGP was the whole Martin Brundle, Megan the Stallion incident. And fuck you, Megan the Stallion's people, like every single one of them. You guys have no idea what you're doing. Um, like, don't ever come to a race again. You're not welcome. Um, like, in it, Martin Brundle's quote was absolute brilliance. He basically. <laughs> He called the blonde dude a, a, a wannabe Malfoy, which to me was like, Malfoy already sucks as a character. Yes. I don't know if anybody's a Harry Potter fan here, but like, you know, Malfoy blows. Uh, worst villain ever. Never does anything. But that dude, like, you're talking to Martin Brundle, who's like former Grand Prix driver. has been doing grid walks forever. And you're like, you're like, step away for like, no. So um, bodyguards are no longer going to be allowed on the circuit for track walks yeah um well thanks for uh repeating that we definitely talked about it but uh, i no, think no, no, today no. was a bit of a no, ranting no, no, episode but, but so it's like it's official never now. say it enough it's i think official now i just I, that whole incident still it's, pisses me it's off it's official yeah well just to reiterate, it's the the bodyguards that we're upset with, and not um, whatever uh, Megan, the artist. Yeah, not, she, not was, the she was fine. She was fine. I think she was actually nice. 
she she even invite invited Martin to come on stage or backstage at her next concert. I, so I think that's pretty funny because we're gonna see Mar- we're we're gonna see footage of Martin Brundle backstage with her, which is gonna be hilarious. I think he'll pl- politely um, decline. Uh, you know what? I think he'll go. I think it's good for F one. It's uh, it's hilarious for F one. <laughs> Martin, you have to go. <laughs> go get your twerk Man, on, bro. Uh, oh my god that's that's <laughs> it's, a, it's a terrible image <laughs> i did not know we we're gonna bring in um twerking uh mike tyson and harry potter in this episode but you know 2021 uh has been a bit of a roller coaster 2021 the hell of a drug <laughs> and we're going to qatar uh last triple header of the year and then we'll only have two races after that so um one more fucking battle hopefully on track and um from F. Knowles and I, we'll see you after Qatar. See ya.